Good morning and welcome to HodgePodge. This Tuesday morning, last Tuesday of the month, uh, April 28th, 2020, and I'm giggling because uh, Kelly Blackledge is giggling too. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. (laughs) Yeah, you can can see me. I can. Uh, Kelly, of course, is from Tamarack National Wildlife Refuge, joins me every last Tuesday of the month that she is able, and that's almost every Tuesday, last Tuesday of the month. So uh, welcome, (laughs) Kelly. And I see uh, we're we're, uh, via Zoom this morning, and of course, her uh, background, you always have the best backgrounds. You've got some natural (laughs) backgrounds this morning as well. Yes, so I'm on Jim's Marsh. Uh, actually, I think this is Chippewa Lake with a nesting trumpeter swan. So, um, yes, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful place out <laughs> right here. Right. It looks like it's kind of a summery picture. Are the leaves out yeah, that much yet? You're right. That's true. <laughs> There's not quite as much. You have to get uh, up pretty green. early in the morning, Kelly Blackledge, to fool this <laughs> duck. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, spring at the refuge and uh, some of the wildlife you can expect to see uh, these days. Uh, of course, turkey season's underway. We'll learn about some frog calls, which I hear lots of these days. We'll maybe uh, figure out which what which is which uh, frog call. Of course, we've got our mystery bird and social distancing on the refuge. So Kelly will give us some tips on where to go if you want to social distance, but uh, get out and see some wonderful sites, uh, natural sites. So uh, let's start off with uh, migration, or maybe let's start off with wildlife and then we'll head into bird migration. But uh, what can we see on the refuge these days? What's moving? So, (laughs) you know, spring, I'm so excited. Spring is still happening. There's a lot of things that right now but spring is happening and uh there are lots of things waking up like bears are waking up so if you have bird feeders in your backyard and you're susceptible to some bear activity now's the time to put those feeders away um, and other things that might attract bears as well so be prepared if you haven't seen them already so many uh, people have been seeing them and uh, bear cubs on the refuge Uh, We also have um, uh, lots of other animals that are just uh, moving around a little bit more, um, things that have been hibernating like chipmunks and skunks and, you know, all of those kind of critters are out and about now. And, um, And then, of course, all of the birds that are starting to come back are such a treat. It is just so comforting to know that everything outside is still going as normal and and things are coming back. So Right now, we've seen, uh, you know, I think last time we talked about our favorite spring sighting, you know, what tells you that spring is here. And uh, of course, now the loons are here. That That's one for um, somebody. Now that ice is out, we, we're hearing loons, and um, that's a relief to be able to hear those guys. And um, what I like to watch next is kind of this wave of things that start showing up, and that's the little warblers that start uh-huh. showing so the yellow rumped warbler has um, shown up. <laughs> they're um, they're starting to infiltrate all of the woodland areas, um, and maybe you've noticed as you've gone outside there are some insects that are waking up as well. 
which is good for the warblers and not so good for us, it seems. But right now it's just moths and gnats and um, things like that. Those are the um, bugs that kind of are around our uh, trees that, um, you know, as those buds start opening up, there are a lot of gnat-like insects that are around there. And that's what those warblers like to eat. So they're gonna start coming um, and feeding on all of those uh, little bugs in the tree. So it's a good thing to have gnats. All right. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> yeah, as long as you say so, Kelly, but it's all for the birds. <laughs> it's all for the birds, yep. Um, and as you know, the other sign of spring is when people start tucking their pant legs into their socks before they go on a hike. So uh, that is one of the ways that um, you can... Um, you know, protect yourself from ticks. So uh, I like to do that as well, even um, uh, when I'm working and <laughs> out in the field is to kind of tuck my pant legs in and wrap my socks around that. Or I'll wear some knee-high rubber boots and that will help um, uh, keep the ticks off of your clothes as well. So Lots of things coming back. I'm so excited now that the yellow rump warblers are here. That means that the other wave of, of um, warblers are going to start showing up. So we'll start seeing pine warblers and red starts. And, um, and it's not too early, or at least within the next week, to put out your hummingbird feeder. Um, and then after that, we'll start seeing the orioles come. So, um, you know, uh, hoarding is bad, but sometimes I feel like annually there's this jelly thing that happens in the grocery store <laughs> and everybody is buying grape jelly. So um, you might be looking out for some grape jelly next time you're in the store to make sure that uh, you have something to watch out your window as they arrive. All right, so things are moving and spring is arriving in the natural world and uh, at the refuge, Tamarack National Wildlife Refuge. Yeah, I saw some I saw some great pictures of a family of bears actually this weekend. Somebody had posted they were up on uh, Tamarack this weekend and saw mama and her cubs out there. So uh, it's always good to stay at a distance, though, if you see something like that. Uh, but also, uh, we were talking about, uh, I, had, I saw turkeys last month or earlier this month, lots of turkeys. Uh, do we have an excess of turkeys this year that you've seen? Or do you do a count? Do you do a count on the refuge at all? I know turkey season's underway. Yeah, so um, so definitely turkeys have moved into our area within the last 10 years or so. Um, and that population is growing. So it's certainly big enough to support uh, turkey hunts in our area. And um, the uh, Tamarack Refuge has not, until this year, we have not uh, been able to offer a turkey hunt. But we did go through uh, um, listing on public register and um, you know having an opportunity for people to comment on whether or not we should have turkey hunting and that passed. So this was uh, the first spring that we were able to offer turkey hunting and it is well underway. Um, there are some you know certain areas that you can hunt uh, turkeys in the spring um, and those areas are all south of Highway 26. And then there are some areas that you cannot hunt like around the wildlife drive. We know we have a lot of visitors in that area. Um, so that's one area that um, is not open to turkey hunting. So be sure and check out the map if you have a um, permit to go turkey hunting this year. Uh, nobody's been on Tamarack. 
back yet? Well, actually, now they have. <laughs> there have been some people hunting so far, but as we move into the next wave of turkey hunting, um, we'll start seeing some more folks out there. All right. Kelly Blackledge from Tamarack National Wildlife Refuge on the line with me this morning, zooming in and uh, talking about things going on at the refuge, uh, some of the sights to see, hunting season, turkey hunting season underway. Uh, but Kelly, let's talk about frogs. I think I literally like in the last probably three or four days around here as I bike into work every morning, it just seems like there's more and more joining in the morning frog song, <laughs> the chorus. Yeah. Um, you know, but I hear, I think it is just based on our uh conversations before uh it sounds like the peepers are out but it sounds like there's a little bit more uh bass coming into the mix uh, <laughs> um and kind of a deeper throated croak coming in uh, <laughs> but you are kind of the frog expert in my world anyway so what are we hearing out there yeah so frogs kind of make me do the happy dance <laughs> i see that and, you know, <laughs> i love frogs and the first one that we hear in the spring is this and that is the wood frog. So that one usually comes out first. Um, it is a pretty common um, sound, uh, although I think it sounds kind of strange. <laughs> it has, um, just like odd thing that you would you would say, well, gosh, right, you know, I don't, what, I don't know. I, it is kind of an odd sound that wood frog, but um, but always very aggressive, and we're pretty, um, you know we're far enough north that we have wood frogs. Uh, folks down in Southern Minnesota are not hearing these species. Oh. You know, we're, we're, um, we're lucky to have them here. Um, the other one that folks are probably hearing uh, quite a bit are, see if I can find one here. Ah, uh, yes, I know you're gonna recognize this one. Um, this one has been pretty loud. That's the one. Yes. But there's like. So that's like chorus frog. Okay. And that one is, um, you know, actually a tiny little frog with a huge voice. Um, and it's just filling the ponds everywhere. And so sometimes you'll hear a few wood frogs in the background. And then you hear um, the chorus frog. And then, as you mentioned, if you're lucky, uh, and in a nice, pristine area. Yep, I've heard those too. So it's a mix <laughs> of the chorus frogs and those, the peepers. Are those the peepers? Yeah, okay. those are the spring peepers. Yeah. <laughs> they peep, because peep. they sound kind of eerie when they're all mixed together. And it's, oh, I think people yeah. use like when they, when people use sound effects for crickets, I think they might use frogs for some reason. It's a little bit bolder sound. Oh, huh. Yes. Anyway, I, I recorded some the other morning, yesterday morning when I was coming in and I listened back to it. I'm like, this sounds a lot like crickets when people use crickets for sound effects, like when 
nothing is going on and all you hear are the crickets, but it's actually the frogs. So anyway, that's my little uh, <laughs> spiel there today. But we're on the line with Kelly Blackledge from Tamarack National Wildlife Refuge talking about frogs and turkeys and warbler migration. Uh, birds are coming in uh, and uh, we're wrapping up the month of April, heading into May. And I'm sure there's some nice little wildflowers out there that are starting to pop up as well. <laughs> so, yes, and along with um, things like hepatica that are starting to bloom, we're going to start seeing bloodroot and all of those. Um, yeah, lots of wonderful things coming up in the woods. And, you know, we've had just a little bit of rain, and that's just perfect. And then now we're going to start seeing some sunny days. I know by, you know, Thursday, we're going to have a lot of sun out there, and that's going to make those flowers just pop. So perfect time if you love doing photography, um, that kind of thing. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have a blast out in the woods as these start um, popping up. But again, tuck your pant legs in your socks. <laughs> right. Kelly Blackledge, we're gonna continue our conversation. I'll take a quick break. And uh, Kelly, let's uh, before we head into the break, I know that we will do. Let's do a mystery bird sound. And uh, let me see how this is running. Is that we. Um, because our station is closed, we haven't been giving out prizes, but people still can call in and guess, and uh, maybe we can send out a little something-something to you. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about, why don't you give us a uh, clue to what this mystery bird sound is. Okay, so if you are a part of Morning Rotary, you will have heard this bird <laughs> oh. <laughs> So that's a hint for a few folks out there. Um, this, so this will be a quiz if you remember what it is. <laughs> and, um, and this is actually a very popular bird in Minnesota. It's, it's all over the place. And, um, but it's kind of, I don't know, this one might be a tough one for folks. Uh, it's often found around waterways, which is most of our area, but mm -hmm. um, so whether it's a stream or a pond or a marsh or a lake, um, these are pretty common and they, they nest here. So they're nesting all over the place. And this is what they sound like. Okay. <laughs> all right. Kind of faded off there a little bit. Uh, but oh, if sorry. you, if you, oh, go ahead. So it kind of sounds, here's a hint. It kind of sounds like witchety, 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 witchety. Okay. <laughs> so if you, um, if you are, uh, you kind of know those, but Welcome back to HodgePodge. This Tuesday morning, last Tuesday of the month, 28th day of April 2020, back in the Zoom studio with Kelly Blackledge from Tamarack National Wildlife Refuge. And before the break, Kelly uh, had her mystery bird sound. She released the sound, and we're going to hear that sound again, and then she's going to tell us what it is. <laughs> oh, it, it kind of gets lost, that higher. Ah, uh, yeah. The the part of the witchity, 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 witchity. Yes. So what's, what's interesting about this, um, this bird is that it's just how common it is. Um, I, you know, and I didn't realize just how widespread it is. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about how birds are disappearing. Um, uh, there's some changes happening with climate change, habitat, uh, all kinds of things. There's a, um, you know, 29% of our breeding birds have disappeared. 
but this one <laughs> is pretty prevalent. So uh, the Breeding Bird Atlas for Minnesota, that's where people scoured the whole state and um, kept track of how many birds were um, breeding. The most common was a robin and the second common was this one. So um, this one is called the common yellowthroat. Ah. Is a sweet little bird that has um, a black mask across its face and a yellow throat, thus the common yellow throat. <laughs> <laughs> and it loves waterways. And so we see a lot of um, common yellow throats in our area. In fact, across the state, um, they are nesting in Minnesota everywhere. So um, now you'll know, and if you're watching on uh, Facebook, you'll know exactly what it looks like. Um, the common yellowthroat uh, is in our woods or in our marshes and woods and all over the place. Among us. He's among us. Among he kind of looks, his little face looks like one of those suckers that have, you know, those colorful suckers that are multicolored. <laughs> Doesn't it? Just kind of want to lick it. Well, <laughs> okay. I I think raccoon when I see him because oh, yeah, yeah. across his face a mysterious or, you know, some kind of bandit. Bird. Yeah. Well, the one dimension <laughs> makes me look like a sucker. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, that's the masked the masked yellow throat, common yellow throat. Uh so that's very cool. I love those pictures. Uh you know, there are they super tiny birds? They're pretty small. Like yeah. most warblers, they're they're pretty small birds, um, you know, little, even probably smaller than a chickadee. All right. Yeah. So be on the lookout, our mystery bird, common yellowthroat, and Kelly yeah, Blackledge. Okay. Witchity, witchity, witchity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly, we have a few minutes left. We've got about six, about five minutes left here. Uh, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about uh, social distancing. Now, have you been using, have people been kind of utilizing the trails and uh, using the drive uh to get out and see some nature and maybe even get out of their car and walk around a little bit? Oh, yes. Um, you can tell, you know, our folks up here, I mean, we are so used to being outside and, um, and need that in our lives a lot. Everybody does. It makes us feel better um, mentally and physically that there's uh, a, a lot uh, to say about getting outside and Tamarack is here for you. <laughs> It is open, the trails are open, the fishing accesses are open. Um, there are lots of places to social distance on the refuge. However, I do have to remind folks that the sanctuary area is closed. That's closed from March 1st until um, September. And that's the northern half of the refuge. And the southern half of the refuge, south of Highway 26 is open. So you can hike anywhere south of um, 26. Uh, and that's like where, um, Old Indian Trail is and uh, the Pine Lake accesses and all of those uh, areas around there. So um, there are lots of places to go. And I can I reveal it? I think I should. I, I told you last time, mm -hmm. exclusive right here on KDLM, Kelly's super secret map to social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have to check it out on um uh, Carol's Zoom page or uh, on Facebook as well for KDLM to see this, the top secret places to go. So what we're finding is that a lot of people are going to the same parking lots and, you know, familiar places, but there's lots of places to spread out. Um, obviously, the wildlife drive is open. Uh, one trail that's kind of new that people might not know about is the Black, the Bear Paw Trail. Mm. So 
you park right by the visitor center, there's a kiosk right there. There's there's place to pull over and park. You can jump on the Bear Paw Trail right there by that kiosk and um, take a hike. It's about a, a mile and a half. You will um, hike down through the woods, hear some frogs, and then you'll end up at the historic cabins there, which are very cool to explore. So there is a destination and then hike back. So um, there and back is about a mile and a half. Okay. Another great secret spot is the Johnson Lake Trail. Now I gotta warn you that the Johnson Lake Trail, as the grass starts to grow, you will be walking through tall grass. So I recommend rubber boots if you're gonna go on that trail, but pretty soon the wild strawberries will start blooming and that trail is just loaded with wild strawberries. It's just beautiful as you're walking through. So you'll pass a great view of Booth Lake. And if you want a longer hike, you can go all the way to Johnson Lake. And that's a Johnson Lake trail that you'll see on Highway 26. Um, about three, uh, just past the Wildlife Drive, there's a sign that says Johnson Lake Trail and a little place to pull off the road there. And then also um, around the corner on 400th Avenue is the North Country Trail Access. Not a lot of people have been using that. A, a few people know about it, but right on 400th Avenue on the east side of the refuge is a parking lot for um, the uh, North Country Trail. Beautiful boardwalk through the uh, bog there. And then around the corner again on Highway 126, Mitchell Bridge, which a lot of people know about right now because the fishing is really awesome there. Right? <laughs> but there's actually a little trail there out to a historical marker. So if you want just a little hike, it's just like a half, um, you know, a tiny one. And then a little bit farther past that is Rice Lake. So those are five super secret places to go. Rice Lake is about a two mile hike up to the landing and back, but beautiful deep woods. The bird sounds in there. Nice. Awesome. nice. Well, Kelly's super secret trail, trails to hike. Thank you so much for releasing that. And uh, <laughs> we'll try to get this posted on our Facebook page. We're not live right now, but we will get this posted. And you can also tune into TV3 where you'll see our interview here uh, probably next week on uh, TV3. Uh, Kelly, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this information with us. And of course, uh, always a wild time in the studio with you. You can count on that. <laughs> and right. All right. And sure, check out the website. We have Tamarack Takeout activities for kids on there. And then I also have five other super secret spots that will be posted on our website. Perfect. All right. Kelly Blackledge, thank you so much and have a wonderful wild day. <laughs> and that is going to wrap up HodgePodge for today. It is 9 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in.